At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome in. It is the VSIN Bet Center. Brady Cannon live at the Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. And my partner, James Salinas, is along via Denver, Colorado, as we roll into the final hour of the program. Some baseball getting interesting, Mr. Salinas, as well as the football. The preseason round two is underway here in uh, late August as we get ready for the NFL regular season kicking off in just 19 days. The Pittsburgh Steelers leading the Jacksonville Jaguars 7-6. They're into the second half. We were expecting the Jacksonville Jaguars starters to play for almost the entire first half. That game is not on here in the studio, so I'm not exactly sure what's going on there as far as who is playing in that ball game right now. 7-6, Pittsburgh scored right before the end of the first half to take that one-point advantage over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars remain a favorite in the live market at minus 120 on the money line. The San Francisco 49ers and Minnesota Vikings, the same score there in Minnesota with the Vikings on top 7-6. to six. They are minus 165 favorites to win this ball game in the live market and it remains 13 to nothing. The Tennessee Titans out in front of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Las Vegas Raiders have added another field goal once in once again in front of the Miami Dolphins by six points, 12 to six, the Las Vegas Raiders leading Miami. And I tell you, James, you know, we always kind of preface any preseason NFL statement by saying, you know, I know you can't take too much out of this or you can't read too much into it, but 
The Raiders have been pretty impressive, I think, in the preseason. They look good again today in the first half. And, you know, Miami had two start for most of that first half. And and the Raiders really took care of business. And they're out in front and looking to go 3-0 and in the preseason. Starting a culture, starting a new culture there as far as McDaniels is concerned. And, and we know wins and losses in the preseason doesn't always translate into wins and losses during the regular season. The Rams, I think last year the Rams went 0-3 in preseason and yeah. averaged like 11 points per game. So they did absolutely <laughs> nothing. And there you go. That's your Super Bowl champions. But I think you, I think for a new coach coming over, especially for somebody like McDaniels, right? And the issues when he came to Denver oh, a decade plus ago, however long ago that was when he came to to take over this franchise here at mile at the mile high stadium for for denver is he was trying to be bill belichick and he was a very young coach then and i think the players just didn't buy in they they saw right through and like that is not you're not being whoever you are mcdaniels you're not being who you are you're trying to emulate and be be bill belichick jr and you got to be yourself and you got to be authentic and true to who you are and i'm sure for mcdaniels he learned his lesson and that's part of growth right that's just life brady you're you're gonna learn as you mature and you don't get older you get wiser right and i think for mcdaniels being able to to take and he was very selective he had other opportunities for jobs over the last few years as head coach with other teams but he wanted to find the right place for one i think for himself as well and a credit to him and his self-awareness about his growth and maturity as not only a professional football coach, but also as an adult and as a man, as he grows older, realizing, hey, maybe I need to I need to grow some more and I need to learn some more and and weather some more experience. And then when I get an opportunity, be myself and bring that culture of winning from New England, but be who I am and establish that here with this new team. And, and how that's playing out in the locker room is one thing, but we're definitely seeing it to your point, Brady, playing out on the field so far in preseason. They look very organized from what we've seen in the first couple of games definitely were in that Hall of Fame game in comparison to what we saw with Jacksonville on the other side and Peterson having to do a complete makeover from the debacle that was the 2021 season for the Jacksonville Jaguars but I think having that experience prior to and failing and I think that's the biggest thing when you a lot of times you you can learn so much through your failures and how you do well if you're going to be accountable for your mistakes and I think McDaniels has been and it's been obviously we're not to the regular season yet and the success we'll see if that carries over to the regular season for the Raiders but I think it's a great way to start and build a new culture of what we're seeing there in Las Vegas yeah you you said it you know again we we cannot expect that this is necessarily going to carry over into the regular season but what the the product that they have put out there on the field it looks organized it looks focused it, it looks like they have a purpose and and I think they're playing pretty efficiently and and that's certainly nice to see that stuff can carry over into the regular season by the way speaking of the Jacksonville Jaguars it looks like they've added a safety they now lead the Pittsburgh Steelers 8 to 7 about 7 minutes left to go in the third quarter there in Jacksonville. Uh, Let's take a look at this betting market, James. I think this is pretty interesting. You can bet on who will have the most wins in the National Football League this year and who will have the fewest number of wins in the regular season of the NFL this year. And, of course, the teams uh, you're looking to bet on for the most wins, you've got the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Packers, the Bills, are the favorite at plus 450, the Buccaneers at 5 to 1, the Packers at plus 650, the Baltimore, or excuse me, the Baltimore, the uh, Indianapolis Colts at 16 to 1, uh, the Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens at 16 to 1. And then you look at the teams with the fewest number of wins, the Texans are the favorite there at 3 to 1, the Falcons at 4 to 1, the Jets, the Seahawks, the Bears at 7 to 1. 
I actually know of a bet. Uh, this is another column that I wrote uh, for our NFL betting guide that comes out next week. And I know of someone that bet the Bears to have the fewest amount of wins in the NFL. And they got it at 12 to 1. That is an awful wow. juicy number. I believe our own Wes Reynolds made that bet as well. I don't know what number he got. But, uh, you know, you and I were talking about it earlier. The Seahawks, the Bears, the Falcons, boy, they look pretty bad so far. Well, and for the Bears, for Everflus having to come over, a lot to learn as a head coach. Should have challenged. There was a play. I bet the Bears that night plus three and a half. And there was clear. I forget what the situation was. I know it was a third down and long. And it the kid got his arm underneath of it. It was a completion. They called it incomplete. Didn't bother to challenge. Just still trying to work through being a head coach and being a decision maker and a game manager from start to finish for a full 60 minutes on the clock in the NFL. That's a big challenge now that they're going to have to learn. And that roster, you mentioned it for the Bears. This is a, it's a not a good offensive line. I feel bad for Justin Fields just having to play behind that offensive line. Not a whole lot of tools to work with as far as skill position and playmaking on offense. Defensively, this team is completely uh, this is not the team we saw a few years ago I think probably Quinn is really the only holdover from that team maybe uh, maybe Jackson coming back I think this is just a team that's really devoid of talent on the roster and then there's just this uh, having a changeover from the coaching regime from last year probably a good thing they needed to get a new voice in there they had totally left and the the train left the station for as far as the communication with Nagy and that team I can see it with the Bears but I think to me the the I think what's going to be the worst team in the NFL, a number aside, it's too low. I won't bet it where it's sitting at 7-1. to one, But just to talk the talking points of where these teams are going and what I think this season is going to look like for the Seattle Seahawks. This has nothing to do with how they looked the other night. doesn't matter. I thought this was going to be a bad football team coming into this season. You look at this roster, complete makeover on the offensive line. Two rookie tackles. And offensively, what are we going to see out of this team? They're going to have to try to run the football. I know you've got Lockett and Metcalf on the outside, but is anybody going to be able to get them the football, whether it's Geno Smith or or Drew Locke? I suspect it's going to be Drew Locke. They know what they have with Geno Smith, and he's just not going to be – there's a reason why he's bounced around and been a backup quarterback his whole life. And I think for Drew Locke, he's not going to be able to stand tall in that pocket with that offensive line. I just don't see Seattle being, to sco- being able to score this defense as lost all its leadership from a few years from over the years. Bobby Wagner now is wearing a, a Los Angeles Rams uniform. He was the heart and soul of that defense for so long. I know you got playmakers on the back end with those safeties, but Adams can never stay healthy. I just think this roster is going to have a whole makeover. I think we're going to potentially see a new coach there for 2023, and this p- team really should be putting themselves in position for one of those high draft picks to draft themselves a franchise quarterback because there's some great talent coming out in the 2023 draft, Brady, and then let's just dig into the schedule for a minute what are we great schedule making by the nfl bringing russell wilson back to his old team in seattle on monday night with his new team with the denver broncos they're going to face the broncos then at san francisco you'll have games like atlanta at home and the new york jets at home even carolina depending on where they're at later in the season but within that division there's no easy wins there's no check the box there's a win for you maybe home against arizona i think at best they go one and five within the nfc west and then what happens as this team continues to lose throughout the season i think that's where for pete carroll his 
coaching job is going to have to be to keep this team's head together and focused and guys don't just start playing for themselves because as a team, they're not going to find many W's. This is going to be a bad football team, Brady. I think if I was playing this with those numbers, again, I'd like it to be longer. I won't play it at 7-1, to one, but I think Seattle definitely has an opportunity. They have their opportunity. It's up to them if they want that number one draft pick because I think it's sitting right in front of them. I think Seattle has a terrible season this year. James, real quick here, I want to go to the other side of the ledger here and look at the teams to have the most wins this season. Um, I, I would look at the favorite, the Buffalo Bills, at plus 450, and then I would go further down the board, and a couple of teams in the AFC, the Indianapolis Colts at 16-1. to 1, They, If you just look at the Vegas season win totals, the Indianapolis Colts play the weakest schedule in the entire AFC conference. 16 to 1, maybe not a bad number on them. And then I'm very high on the Ravens this year. I think they will really bounce back from all the injuries and everything that went sideways last year. Uh, Those would be the three teams I'd look, uh, look at for most wins. Yeah, I, I think if we want to look at just thinking about what the for the Colts in particular, the AFC South, Tennessee defense is going to be very, very competitive, but offensively going to be a challenge to score. And I think within the other two teams, we know the Texans, it's a rebuild and Jacksonville. Uh, that's the nemesis right now for the Colts, right, is when they go down and have to play the Jacksonville Jaguars, where they're going to get that out of the way early this season come week two. So they get to start off playing the Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And yeah, at 16 to one. That's where you got to look at price. Right. And that's where. Where if, if you're trying to find ways to who's going to have the most wins, can it be the Colts at 16 to one? I like the price. Can Matt Ryan be that guy? I think he'll be the guy to make better decisions, not having Carson Wentz there to turn the football over. But it's all about Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line, keeping Jonathan Taylor healthy for 17 games. What are we going to see out of him to be able to sustain the level of play that we did last year? That's the key to the Colts success this season. Another nice uh, completion for a first down for the Las Vegas Raiders as they move the ball into Miami territory, leading 12 to 6, about a minute and a half left in the third quarter. We'll be right back with more in just a moment. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2 and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rival. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of guard that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome back. This segment of the Bet Center is presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that has helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands that there isn't one just right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline is a little different. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take your first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. James, our producer, uh, Brian Ortega, came up with a creative little market here that I don't know if I've ever seen before, but we have divisional series, and you can bet on how the series will result. If they're going, obviously, you have, uh, let's say, the Bills and the Patriots is one of the uh, matchups we have here. Obviously, they play twice during the season. You can bet Bills will will sweep two to nothing. You can bet Patriots will sweep two games to none. Or you can bet on a tie. In fact, we'll start with that one. Uh, the tie for the for the Bills and the Patriots to split their season series at one game apiece is plus 110. Interesting. It's the same price on the Bills to win the series 2 nothing, And that is plus 110. And the Patriots to sweep it 2 nothing, of course, is the long shot at 8-1. to one. Uh, Any initial thought on how you'd want to bet that one? I wouldn't bet the Bills to sweep. And the reason why it's for the Bills to sweep is you look at when they play. What what does the schedule look like, and how is it going to play out for the Buffalo Bills? They're obviously the the lead. They're what are they a two dollar plus favorite to win the division for one, and potentially looking for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And with the AFC West teams beating beating up on each other all season long, and you know we just got done talking about Indy maybe having the the most wins in the NFL. I I don't know if that's something that I think is sustainable just with their the way that that offense is structured to be able to do that. And though I think they they're the they're they're going to win the division in my mind. But as far as being able to clinch one of those top seeds i don't see it but as far as the bills are concerned you look when they play new england and their home game against New England. they don't play them until the first game at new england on thursday december 1st so it's a thursday it's coming off that road game on at, at detroit on thanksgiving but then the final game of the season january 8th is when they host the New England Patriots and for the Patriots going to be competing probably for one of those wild card positions where are the bills and what is their season where what is their record going to look like is that game going to even matter to that team and I think that's the biggest piece to to look at is if you're going to get involved with these what would be the pr- potential scenario based on when they face each other to see if they're even going to be in this case here for the Buffalo Bills do they even need that game do they uh, they should have the AFC East wrapped up by then but are they looking for the number one seed or have they already clinched the number one seed? And this is going to be one of those kickback. Let's get put our starters out on the sideline and let's get through and enjoy that bye next week going in as the, the number one seed in the AFC. I think that's where I wouldn't bet the bills to sweep it. If anything, it might be to split it. Well, I tell you what, James, I think the value in this little mini market is the Patriots to sweep. At eight to one, you, you well the the week eighteen contest certainly that's a good opportunity to bet the Patriots because you spelled it out. You figure that the Bills are going to be in a position where they've already got everything wrapped up and they could be resting their starters. I think that's a very likely scenario. Uh, the Patriots could could win a game in that scenario. Uh, in the other game uh, on a Thursday night in December, 
Uh, I prefer the home team in a short week. Uh, you've got the Patriots there, you know, with a good record in that type of situation. Bill Belichick, you know, having time to prepare versus uh, another coach that's on that short week. Um, you know, I mean, I think that, again, I'm not going to bet it, but uh, maybe that's actually the best bet considering the way the schedule falls for these two teams. Well, both those teams will have a full week because both teams are playing on Thanksgiving. So Buffalo oh. is playing at Detroit. Buffalo okay. is playing at Detroit, and the the Patriots are playing at Minnesota. They're the late game. They're the nightcap on Thursday night, uh, playing against the Vikings. So they'll both have that full week, and I think that's a, you know, for for that those Thursday night games. I think it's always best if there's they can be creative to find ways in this case here. I know Thanksgiving is its own animal, but to, to where you don't have as many teams having to go on those short weeks. So yeah, I, I, I normally I'd agree that, yep. On those short weeks, it's always the advantage to be that home team, not only from a preparation standpoint, but you don't have to travel on that short week, and especially if you just travel for somewhere else. Now, both teams will be on the road on that Thanksgiving sat on that Thanksgiving Thursday, both at Minnesota and at Detroit. As always, we see Detroit as that first game for Thanksgiving. But aside from that, yeah, the logic makes sense when you're talking about the the home team here. I just think about last year and how Buffalo. They figured it out, and I think they were highly motivated after that Monday night loss to New England in that crazy windstorm, whatever, 50, 60, 75-mile-an-hour winds, whatever it was, where basically New England never threw the football <laughs> to, to speak of, right? It was just pound the football and pound the rock. Uh, those last two games, including the playoff game, Buffalo wanted to write themselves and establish their dominance over the Patriots in the AFC East. But I think I think the, your point, if you're looking for the value, plus the that, what, plus $8 in that sense, that's what you're banking on. Is, is not only New England to be able to hang tight at home, but that Buffalo has things clinched and doesn't need that last game of the season in January. And probably still a little bit of an advantage for the Patriots in that Thursday night game in December with Buffalo being on the road two weeks in a row. Uh, and I haven't looked at the schedule. Maybe they're on the week three uh, on the road three weeks in a row. Uh, but New England will be returning home after that Thanksgiving game. Uh, but uh, not a bet I'm going to make just yet. But I think uh, the Patriots with the sweep maybe makes the most sense. Uh, let's look at the Ravens and the Steelers. And this is another matchup division-wise that uh, will not happen until very late in the season. It'll be December 11th when the Ravens visit the Steelers. And then they meet again on January 1st in week 17 uh, if you want to bet the Ravens to sweep it it's plus 160 the Steelers to sweep it a little less than five to one at plus 475 and uh, the series tied at one apiece is even money I don't know uh, I, I would probably think I mean even money's the favorite for a reason and I would probably yeah. agree with that yeah I do too I, I think for yeah, where is Pittsburgh going to be at the end of the season here? I know there's so much around Mike Tomlin and never having that losing season per se. I think this is the year that they do just with Pittsburgh having to go through all the transition offensively with not only with the offensive line that they've had to draft over the last two years, but the quarterback, the uncertainty that's there. And, you know, the the that coaching style and he is and the guys respect him and and he's a no-nonsense guy and he definitely holds players accountable within that locker room and that goes a long way for for players to hold up their end when it comes to their professionalism and and we've seen we've seen Tomlin call folks out both <laughs> we've heard about it when he's done it in pressers and also in that locker room with some scribes that have been able to read through the lines with some of the things that he does but I think I think this is going to be Mike Tomlin's by far his toughest coaching gig and 
I just, I, I'm hopeful, I guess, Brady, when we talk about the Ravens. I know you've got to bet on the Ravens to win their division, and in a sense, I do as well. I just hope that for the Ravens' sake, that's always my concern. Any of these futures when we're looking this far ahead into the into the crystal ball to figure out what we want to get involved with making these types of future bets, especially something creative like this. It's just hard when you've had a team that's suffered the injuries that they've had last year. Sometimes this, those things just, uh, it doesn't just magically go away because you've had a full offseason to get healthy. Sometimes those things just continue to to bite you as a as a franchise. And I'm hopeful, at least in this respect, of, and obviously for this bet, that that does not happen again to the Baltimore Ravens. I think this one is maybe the most difficult of the three that we're looking at, James, and that is the season series result between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. And these teams are almost, you know, priced the same to win the NFC East. Certainly the Cowboys are a slight favorite over the Eagles. You have a bet on the Eagles to win the division at three to one. It's down now closer to plus 175. The Cowboys are probably about even money or minus 125, but pretty close. And you figure they're going to be battling for that NFC East crown. Uh, the Eagles and the Cowboys will play relatively early, October 16th. That's a Sunday night football game. And then they will play again late in the year. Uh, they will play at Dallas on Christmas Eve, December 24th. So that, that Christmas Eve game could be huge to decide the division. Absolutely. At yeah, and that's gonna they'll have the advantage of playing that game at home. Will the Dallas Cowboys and that's gonna be sandwiched in between three road games with Jacksonville at Tennessee and at why well, a short week after that at Tennessee. That's where you really look to fade some of these teams on those short weeks with all that travel. But for this bet in particular you know, I think for the Philadelphia Eagles, it's, it's you know, that number definitely moved as far as what I got it at to win the division. Then sometimes you get a little leery when uh, those numbers move, and it's good that you get the, the line value in it, but then you get everybody else that's piling on, and then that's where you suspect, not because people other people are betting it, but now you start to hear all the talk about the Eagles, and do they start to feed in and buy into the talk about themselves and how well they're supposed to do and their expectation level gets raised, and especially for a team. That, I think the one thing that keeps me, keeps me grounded and will keep that Philadelphia Eagles team grounded is the fact that there's so much leadership, on, especially in the trenches, on the offense and the defensive line. Great veteran leadership on that team that's not going to let these guys have all this talk go to their head. I'm just going to be biased here. I hope Philadelphia sweeps some Brady because I need <laughs> Philly. I want Philly to win that division in the NFC East. They sweep the Cowboys. You can pretty much lock that bet up. Yeah, either team to sweep the other team is less than 3-1 to one. and for this series to go split at one game apiece is minus money, minus 115. So certainly a clear favorite there. We'll be right back in just a moment inside the VSIN Bet Center. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN College Football Guide is out now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts provide profiles of every team with team trends, power ratings, and over under recommendations, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Now, remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VSIN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special and get access to everything we do from now through the Super Bowl for only $175 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all your options and become a part of us, the 
Sports Betting Network. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you for about another half hour. Then we pass the baton to Greg Peterson. He just showed up here looking dapper as usual. He'll take you through the Greg Peterson experience for the next three hours. The Jacksonville Jaguars trying to put one in the win column for the first time in a long time, preseason or regular season. They are up on the Pittsburgh Steelers 15-7 to now, about 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter there in Jacksonville, and they are minus 1,400 on the money line to win this game. The point spread in game is 7.5 in favor of Jacksonville. San Francisco got another touchdown. They go up on the Minnesota Vikings now 14-7, to minus 900 on the money line to win this one. You have to lay 7.5 if you want to get involved from a spread perspe- uh, perspective. And the Tennessee Titans 13-3. to The Tampa Bay Buccaneers get on the board finally. Just three points in this ballgame so far for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The offense has really been poor. Uh, I've seen a couple of turnovers here on the monitor in the studio. Uh, I'm not seeing a live total, but it's got to be pretty darn low here as they are just underway in the fourth quarter in Nashville. And the Las Vegas Raiders continue to lead the Miami Dolphins 12-6. to They've got about 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter there. In the final segment of the show, James and I will preview the Dallas Cowboys and the L.A. Chargers coming up from SoFi Stadium at 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, James, we didn't get a chance, and let me check the scoreboard here with you while we've got just a second. The Colorado Rockies are on the board. They now lead the San Francisco Giants 2 to nothing. bottom of the fifth inning. That's a low-scoring affair for Coors Field. The Arizona Cardinals, or excuse me, the Arizona Diamondbacks and the St. Louis Cardinals, not a low-scoring affair there in the other desert. Four apiece. They are tied in the top of the fourth inning, the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks. The Phillies continue to lead the New York Mets 3-1. to They're in the sixth inning. Oakland continuing to lead Seattle 3-2 to in the home half of the seventh inning. The A's, or excuse me, the Braves and the Astros are still tied at one apiece, bottom of the seventh there. Texas leading Minnesota 2-1. to Cincinnati leading Pittsburgh 5-1. to And the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers and the Miami Marlins, uh, I don't show that that, that one is underway. The Guardians and the White Sox still apparently not underway. And the Washington Nationals out in front of those San Diego Padres, one to nothing in the top of the third inning. James, when we were talking baseball uh, not that long ago, we didn't get a chance to dive into the wild card races in both the National League and the American League. And right now, the way it sets up, uh, obviously, Saturday's games have not come to a final just yet. But going in uh, to Saturday, you had the Braves at eight and a half games ahead in the first spot in the National League West wild or excuse me the National League wild card spot the Phillies in the two hole and then the Padres and the Brewers just trailing the Padres for that third and final spot by just a game the Giants five and a half back the Diamondbacks nine and a half back you and I both agree the Giants are probably done the Brewers and the Padres worry me. It just looks like neither of these teams really wants to win a baseball game right now. I don't think there's any question the Braves are going to get in. And I like the way the Phillies have been playing baseball as of late. Another good effort here in the nightcap up on the Mets, 3-1. to one. Um, They get Harper back. Is he supposed to be coming back here shortly and get back into the middle of that order? Probably take him some time with his wrist to, to find his stroke again, but... You mentioned the Padres. Padres, the pressure with all the moves that they've made. Now, we know Tatis is 
they didn't have him all season long anyhow, but he's he's off that roster, and I know that had an impact in that clubhouse, and we heard from some of the players talking about Tatis and really the, the disappointed in the immaturity that he showed going through and the supplements. And there's always an excuse, right? I didn't know that I was taking this. Somebody else gave it to me, all that nonsense. Like, you got to be accountable. You know what's going into your body. You got to own it. You know what the rules are. You got to figure that out and be be accountable because your teammates were, were counting on you down the stretch here. And, and now even with the moves and with Soto, who's a terrific player, and even with, with Bell, et cetera, this, it's a lot to have to figure out where people play in that lineup and everybody's pressing at that plate. We've talked about their struggles already, especially against the, the team with the worst record in baseball. We're talking about the Nationals. Uh, but the Brewers on the other side, I mean, did the Brewers really want it? This is a team that... The fact that they traded away Josh Hader, although he's found his way to maybe that was intentional. Maybe there's let's play conspiracy yeah. <laughs> theorist here, right? The Brewers like, well, if we're going to be able to compete and get that one of those wild card positions, in, in this case here, get that last wild card spot that the Padres currently own by a game and a half over us, let's give him our closers. That way, he can dump a few games for him, like he did last <laughs> night because he threw the game, threw the ball out into right field, showing off his arm since he couldn't throw strikes consistently. I mean, he has not pitched well for the Padres since he come over. He got booed off the field last night in, in dumping that game in the ninth inning for the Padres and you know I think he already had some issues right he had some family issues that were happening and so those things can be a distraction for you you never want to to pinpoint something like that when you have distractions off the field when it comes to the health of your family but I think for Josh Hader yeah that's just the do, whichever team which one of these teams wants it the most right now I think for the Brewers they'll have the advantage of playing a plenty more home games right now they played 64 games on the road as opposed to 55 at home so they'll have an, an advantage playing at home but right now with the way the Cardinals are playing this puts more pressure on them to have to look at the standings and looking up not only at the Cardinals but now looking at the Padres and falling finding themselves continuing to spiral and fall down that list I don't trust either of those teams right now Brady but one's gonna have to get in there by default because with the Giants where they're currently sitting a game under 500 and just have played kind of mediocre listless baseball all season sitting five and a half games back yeah it's just a two-team race for that last one but it's really uh win by default here i think it's going to be the padres just based on their talent level uh by the way the las vegas raiders have fallen behind the miami dolphins now 13 to 12 miami leading in the fourth quarter and chase garbers in at quarterback for the raiders the cal bear uh just ran for about a 40 yard scramble and has las vegas back in business into miami territory another good play there on first down a gain of about eight or nine yards for the Las Vegas Raiders as they look to go 3-0 and in this preseason. Uh, let's shift over to the American League wildcard race, and that is a dandy. You've got all six teams here within just a couple of games or less of one another. The Mariners lead it. They've got a two-game cushion. They are currently trailing in Oakland. The Blue Jays, they won today, beat the Yankees again. They are in the second spot, uh, one game ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays, who own the third hole currently. And then the team's trying to get in the dance. The Twins just a half game back of Tampa Bay. The Orioles a game and a half back. And the White Sox three games back. I mean, how good is the American League East? They just dominate this wild card race. If I was going to guess, James, I, I think the Mariners are going to be there. I really like uh, mm -hmm. the addition of uh, Luis Castillo. I think that pitching staff is really solid. I like the way this team's playing baseball right now. I kind of have a hunch about the Blue Jays. Uh, you know, they went through a spell not too long ago where they were playing awful. They went, they uh, lost, uh, I want to say, seven out of ten games. Now they're starting to take it to the Yankees. Mm -hmm. The Rays don't thrill me. 
you know, and I know the American League Central is a weak division, but I, I would have to go with probably the Twins, the Blue Jays, and the Mariners to represent. Yeah, I think for the Ray, it's just the the pitching staff is going to be the issue, plus the schedule, because you're outside of Boston, and I know Boston's kind of just, they're only five games back of that final wild card position, so this is a team that still has something to play for, even though they're in the bottom of the AL East and a game under 500, just makes this the schedule for all those teams in the AL East down the stretch, because they're all going to be facing each other throughout the, the course of that final month. It's going to make a challenging schedule for all those teams, Baltimore, Boston, even right now for the Blue Jay, even the Yankees, right? That they feel like the Yankees, not that they're going to have to rely on getting in with the wild card, but you're seeing that lead shrink each and every day since this all-star break, a team that's really scuffling at the plate and feeling it. If there's one place where the expectations are high, especially how they, how well they played the first half of the season it is in New York and they're, going to hear it they were hearing how great they were for the first half well it's completely the opposite they're going to hear it even more how bad they are and how bad they've been playing so some pressure on them as well I agree with you too here I, th- I think for the Mariners that's that's a team that's a that's going to be once you get into the playoffs that's going to be a tough out with the the one two but with we've seen out of Robbie Ray and we know his ability to strike players strike batters out and with your addition you talked about with Castillo there and just the come the the chemistry that we've seen with this team and the expectations took them a while to find themselves in the first half of the season, but they found themselves now come owing into the all-star break and beyond. I agree with you. It's just that third one here. Is it going to be the twins? The twins are going to have to fight with the white Sox not only for the vision for, for one of those last remaining playoff spots too. Cause I think eventually the Orioles are going to fade away. The Pittsburgh Steelers have added a field goal here. They now trail the Jacksonville Jaguars 15 to 10, seven minutes left in regulation in that ball game. 49ers still 14 to 7 over Minnesota. And the Las Vegas Raiders are knocking at the door once again, facing a second and goal here coming up against the Miami Dolphins, where they trail 13 to 12. We'll back with a final preview of the Cowboys and the Chargers next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry. Every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL Schedule Release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Beth Center on VSN, the sports betting network. Pop. 
Pocket Cash with popular picks. Join Levi's 501 Pop Culture Pools for free and answer questions for a shot at a share of $10,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Levi's now to get in on the action. Levi's, buy better, wear longer. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Brady Cannon and James Salinas with you here inside the VEASAN Bet Center. Greg Peterson and the Greg Peterson experience coming up next. Brock Purdy in at quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, and he won't be for a whole lot longer if he keeps doing what he was doing, dancing around there in the pocket, pump faking, running around, and eventually sticking his head into the uh, chest of a defender like he's a running back or something like that, but uh, throws incomplete into the end zone on the next play, and it looks like Robbie Gold will come on as the 49ers attempt a field goal and try and go up on Minnesota 17-7. to Jacksonville still leading Pittsburgh 15-10, to about three minutes left there in regulation the titans leading the tampa bay buccaneers 13 to 3 there is still an in-game total up here and it's 19 and a half as about eight minutes remain in the fourth quarter there and the las vegas raiders the drive stall uh, stalls but they do get a field goal and they take back the lead from the miami dolphins now 15 to 13 in that game about three minutes left there in south beach uh james we've got one more nfl game coming up in less than 15 minutes from now, down in Southern California, SoFi Stadium, the home of the Super Bowl champion Rams. But the Chargers will be using their home facility this evening, hosting the Dallas Cowboys. And uh, as far as the number in this game, the Cowboys have seen, or excuse me, the Chargers have seen some action here. I looked at it earlier in the day, and I believe the Chargers were three and a half point favorites. They're up to five point favorites now. 37 is your total. And I think I understand that both of these coaches, I don't think, are too interested about pre, uh, preseason games. I don't think we're going to get Justin Herbert in action. You're going to see a lot of Chase Daniel and Easton Stick. And on the other side, it's going to be Ben DiNucci and Will Greer and Cooper Rush. But Mike McCarthy, in his preseason career with the Cowboys, is 0 and 5. And he didn't do anything to change your mind last week in that loss to the Denver Broncos. Uh, a lot of penalties, looked sloppy. And I think that is one concern about this Cowboys team going into the season, James, is depth. Depth for sure. Depth on the offensive line, for one. We know they've had to make a a lot of new pieces on that offensive line and and staying healthy. I mean, Tyron Smith, when he's healthy, is as good a left tackle as there is, or at least there was, but he just can't stay healthy. I don't think he's played a full season since like 2015, 2016. And yeah, depth for this offensive line. We're not going to see any of those guys out there tonight, and that's why I'm not playing this game. I was looking for a prop, really, Brady, and couldn't find the prop. Will there be more penalties for the Cowboys or points? I wanted to bet the penalties. <laughs> I was going to bet yes. We you need to have a bookmaker that allow you to create your own prop, right? <laughs> yeah, where, where's where's Benson and Metcalf over? Let's talk to those guys there. But I think they're at the circuit. But I think here for the Cowboys, it, it's more so what can we take away from preseason? We've talked about it for the last two weeks now. And what can we take away from individual game? You talked about the depth of teams, and we've seen some depth. I have some concerns with certainty, like the Colts, for instance, their tackle depth. Uh, not very deep at the tackle positions for that offensive line, but getting back to the Cowboys, 
thinking about McCarthy, he made it real clear he could care less about preseason. When they asked him about all the penalties, you know, the, how bad they were last year during the season, leading the league in penalties, and nothing changed from last season carrying over to preseason. I get it. It's preseason. You got a lot of new players. You're going to have false starts, those types of things, but a lot of personal fouls, a lot of undisciplined penalties, and I think that's the biggest concern. The fact that he didn't want to be accountable to it, he just kind of blew it off. Yeah, it's preseason. I can't wait to go look at the film, and we'll figure these things out. Well, you didn't figure it out last year. Whatever you were doing during the reg- during the offseason, during training camp, hasn't applied because they're still not listening to you. They're not hearing your message when it comes to the the concentration and the effort and the the really the the penalties, especially the the simple the mental mistakes. That just comes down to concentration and or lack thereof. And you know you're preparing your team during the week to go out and compete and perform on Sundays in this case here in the preseason on Saturday night well if you haven't put the work in during the week that doesn't all of a sudden translate into the games and I think for him just to dismiss it and be and not show any accountability for it uh, I think that sends a, a bad message to the team that hey mistakes well, I can make mistakes I'm not held accountable because coach doesn't have it. now what happens behind closed doors and what's said in individual meetings with the players that's a different story Uh, And not that he needs to go and air his dirty laundry out there, but I would think there would be a little more sense of urgency in that post-game presser that we saw last week from from McCarthy here in that game here in Denver and just the putrid performance we saw of the Dallas Cowboys. you would think you'd want to have to start to send that message out there and make it at least look like you're doing something about it. I don't know. This was a bad message all the way around in my mind. It's something where, you know, we we do a lot when it comes to handicapping sports, and in particular with football and and the preparation and the the uh, the attention to detail. And it just seems like again for this Dallas Cowboys team, from the head coaching on down, uh, definitely a lack of it. We saw in preseason game number one. I don't want anything to do with the Cowboys preseason game number two. No, I, I don't either. And, uh, you know, what you're talking about there with head coach Mike McCarthy, I agree with you. You can't just shove stuff under the rug like that and, and be so nonchalant. I don't care. I think it was a bad hire. And, uh, yeah, your Eagles bet, uh, that's another reason to like the Eagles to win that division. Uh, I, I think um, – I don't think this guy is a good head football coach anymore and should not be in charge of the Dallas Cowboys this year and may not be around next year. But uh, we know how long Jerry Jones held on to Jason Garrett and then to replace him with Mike McCarthy. I don't know. It's just uh, one bad decision after another, it seems. What do you think about the Chargers, though? It seems every year, and I I kind of became a Charger fan when I went to college in San Diego. I think even growing up, James, you remember Dan mm-hmm. Fouts, John Jefferson, yep. Charlie Joyner. They have always been a fun team to watch. And then going to school there, you know, I kind of became a fan uh, by osmosis there being in the area. And I still like watching the Chargers. But there's always high hopes for this team in the offseason, and they never seem to deliver Um, Now there's, of course, a new coach, a new quarterback, and everything looks pretty shiny uh, in Los Angeles for the Chargers. What do you think uh, about their season coming up? Can they win the division, and can they get into the postseason and make some noise? It comes down to the coaching staff with it and making good decisions in game management. And because the talent is there, it's a lot of young talent on this team. You've got some veteran pieces. I think getting Mac as, as that bookend pass rusher on the other side with Bosa, that's a huge pickup for them. I think Mac is going to be re, uh, reinvigorated and, and inspired to get back to the, the level of uh, the way that he played when he was with, there with the Raiders. 
and this offensive line, it's a young offensive line, but it's a very talented off. There's this talent all over the board on this team, and I think they've got the right quarterback to do it. Now, obviously, a very young quarterback and got to handle success and play with play with that pressure to to meet the expectations of what we've seen, of what we saw out of him from last year. And I think he's definitely got the tools, and he's got the moxie, does Justin Herbert, to do it. The guy's just – he's one of those guys that I think is he has those intangible leadership qualities because he is such a competitor. And I think for – for a coach, the the coaching staff, and in particular for Staley, that's the biggest question mark: is do they learn from last year? It's you're not at the craps table, and you don't have to bet the hard four every time the pass number, every time the number's four, right? Go ahead and take that fourth down, and you can punt the ball or kick the field goal. Sometimes it doesn't have to be I'm the smartest guy on the sideline with the with the headset on, and we're not afraid to take shots. We all want guys to gamble, and we're gamblers by nature, Brady. It's a sports betting network. It's a family sports betting network, but that's what we do. We're not afraid, and we gravitate towards guys that aren't afraid to take risks and take chances. That's just part of how we're wired, and that's within our nature to do it. But I think there's a boundary, and there's a there's a limit to that, and we, that got crossed a number of times last year. That's going to be the concern for me going in. Did you learn from that? Are you able to take yourself and what you've learned from last year and apply it to this year and maybe back off firing those dice and betting those hard fours every time it comes up? I am hoping, and I think he probably did learn from that experience last year, James. I think he's a smart enough guy to know that, you know, maybe I, you know, put my foot on the gas a little too much last season. Now, not that he's going to go completely away from it. I wouldn't be surprised if he led the NFL once again on going for it for four, you know, on fourth down. But I think he's got to curb that enthusiasm, if you will, for doing it in every single instance. It probably cost him a spot in the playoffs last year in uh, a couple of different occasions in that final game of the season against the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Before we get out of here, Cincinnati over Pittsburgh, 5-1. to The Texas Rangers leading the Minnesota Twins. Now, you like that in the seventh inning, bottom half of the seventh inning there in Minnesota. They are up 2-1, to still 1-1 to in Atlanta between the Astros and the Braves. The Mariners now tie it up with the A's. Good ball game in Oakland. Three apiece right now with the Mariners still hitting in the top of the eighth inning. Philadelphia over New York in the nightcap there, 3-1 to over the Mets. The Cardinals and the Diamondbacks still tied at four apiece. The Giants get on the board just 2-1, to the score there in Colorado in the sixth inning. Your in-game total all the way down to seven. It closed at 11. The Washington Nationals still up on the, uh, excuse me, the Washington Nationals still up on the Padres, one to nothing, top of the fourth there. And it looks like they're going to have to call this Guardians game uh, and the White Sox. They are still not to first pitch there in Cleveland. James, thanks to you, my friend. Enjoy your Sunday. Thank you to Elliot Bauman and our producer, Brian Ortega, everybody else behind the glass. Greg Peterson coming up next right here at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.